0: Hey guys, welcome to the Briar Systems Podcast. We have Lena Katier. She's here with us as a spiritual advisor and life coach. Um, Lena, could you tell people a little bit about yourself?
1: Yes. So as you said, my name is Lena. Um, a lot of my friends actually call me Christy, but when I decided to start my spiritual business, I went back to my full name, which is Lena Tier. Um, just because of how, uh, the energy behind it. But so, like you said, my name is Lena. I am currently a spiritual teacher and a life and manifestation coach. Um, but I wasn't always, it's been quite, quite a journey to get to where I am. I actually came, um, my, I had a difficult childhood. Uh, dealing with anxiety, depression, abuse, a lot of things like that. So it's been quite a journey. Do you want me to? Con- do you want me to continue talking about kind of?
0: So hey, we sp- can talk about whatever you feel relevant to the dynamics of spirituality. You know, okay. I'm always interested in seeing people's perspectives and experiences.
1: Okay. So I think before. All right, so let me give a little bit of history because I um, there's a lot of individuals out there that aren't quite uh, on um, the spiritual path yet or maybe or they are and, you know, there's still some kind of confusion around it. Um, I know a lot of people are still dealing with uh, out there are still dealing with trauma and addictions things like that there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now uh, which are which you know is causes fear in a lot of people so uh, first of all I want to sh- assure everybody <laughs> that there's really nothing to fear despite uh, kind of what we see in our our reality but uh, uh, right I'm fifty two years old right now and I dealt with anxiety and depression for the first i would say forty two years of my life the my first remembrance uh was at the age of five so it's a long time it's four decades of dealing with um, mental health issues um I dealt with trauma such as um sexual abuse had a lot of insecurities and stuff growing up and I was always always felt a little bit different now I realize it's because I'm a very a very very old soul um I do remember some of my past lives uh 18 to be exact I've had at least 20 but um I really only have quite a, quite a bit of detail on at least 18 of them. So I'm a very, very old soul, which is why I felt out of place. W- growing up when I was younger, I felt like it was hard, I didn't fit in. Um, matter of fact, so, so, I deal with spirit guides now. Uh, some of my spirit guides, which have just started coming are dragons and dragons are some of the most ancient <laughs> souls. Um, but anyway, at the age of about 47, I got really tired of living the life I was living. I grew up in poverty. Uh, I was tired of feeling insecure. I was tired of feeling anxious. I was tired of feeling depressed at times. I was like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. And interesting lo- enough, growing up, I always believed that there was something more. I was like, there's got to be a purpose to this. About the age of 10, I was I heard this inner voice. I I, clear audience. So I actually heard it audibly, too, that I was going to tell my story one day. And I always thought that I would always be talking about overcoming anxiety, depression or what I dealt with. I didn't know what that looked like at the age of 10. It wasn't until my awakening in 2019 that it started coming, um, becoming more clear that I, it was, I was to be, I was supposed to be a spiritual teacher. I was actually a teacher in, uh, three of my past lifetimes. So I thought, okay, this is what, this is what I'm gonna, this is what I have to do now. But when I've, again, when I was 40. So 2018, I think it was 2017 2018. Uh, before my awakening, when I decided I couldn't do this anymore, I found the law of attraction. So I started working with affirmations. I started trying to change my mindset. And one of the biggest things for me, and I really hope this will resonate with your audience for anybody dealing with any kind of uh, with any anxiety, any depression, uh, any insecurities, things like that. The biggest thing I ever did at that time was that I stopped identifying with anxiety and depression, meaning I stopped saying I am anxious, I am depressed, I am this, I am that. And that was a huge turning point. Because any time we say I am this or that, we're basically claiming it for ourselves. Now, granted, you know, we deal with difficult things in life, but when you when you say I am this, I am that, you're claiming that for yourself words are very very powerful as humans right in these in these um human forms these human bodies we are we're aspects of god right we were created in the image and not everybody believes in god in the way we were taught to believe in god but you know source whatever it's really um an energetic uh, emanation of of love is the way I see it because everything is energy. But I don't want to get too into that, too esoteric. But God or source, again, whatever you want to call it, I, I use the word God, um, not an outside entity outside of us. Um, the, his, God's name is I am. So anytime we say I am this or that, we're we're claiming that. Right? So I stopped doing that and it was a huge game changer because I was like, you know what? I choose to not be anxious anymore. I choose not to be depressed anymore. I choose to do the healing, the inner work and get past all of this. And that's what I did. It was tough, right? Many people call it the dark night of the soul. When you kind of hit rock bottom and you really have no choice but to either not be here anymore or to choose to deal with whatever you're dealing with internally and, and face it and then work through it. I was suicidal many, many times in my life. And there was always a part of me that was like, you know what? I, there's more to this life. This can't be it. So I'm still here, but it was a really difficult journey, which is what led me to where I am today, what I'm doing today. I say this all the time that one of the most difficult things that anybody can ever do is to truly know their own soul, meaning peeling back layer, after layer after layer layer of all of the conditioning that we've been taught growing up any of the trauma that we've experienced and just peeling back those layers and healing ourselves now a lot of the trauma a lot many people don't realize this because there are many people out there who who believe that death is that's it you die you go to heaven that's it. That's not the case. The soul is eternal. There is no last step, right? Um, and we can incarnate over and over. So we carry, sometimes we carry trauma from lifetime after lifetime to, to have the experience to learn to heal and then to awaken to our true nature so that's where I am now all the and I have previous lifetimes where I I had um sexual trauma uh there was one that I know of uh where some of the anxiety I dealt with stemmed from so it's been a process the my lifetimes haven't kind of I haven't remembered them all at once. They, the information comes in pieces, like little bits here and there, and I've had to piece things together. So it wasn't until towards the end of last year, where this idea of like teaching, where I couldn't run from it anymore. I tried. I, I was like, who's going to listen to me, <laughs> right? Because there's imposter syndrome there. There's so many people out there teaching Authors things like that talk about mindset manifesting spirit spirituality so It took me a long time to really kind of Really own who I was and and what I was meant to do and I mean this it's not something I woke up and decided I was going to do it found me and That's what i'm Uh, that's what i'm doing now and when I coach it's really about teaching people how to live consciously, right? Because we essentially are creating everything in our experience. So how do you, how does someone live consciously? And
0: that's a do, great question. <laughs> yeah, I think about things, that every day.
1: Yeah, we're bombarded. So we're bombarded with our creation. Everything in our reality is our creation. It does. It's I, that's a difficult concept, right? Because there's so much going on in the world. We're creating our reality. And then because we're all connected, some of the larger things that we see, like in the news, the, the, the global things, when we focus on when we focus on that, right, we're part of a collective consciousness. We feed that energy so for instance what's going on right now in the world with the food prices with um the banking system right now when we look at that and we become fearful of that right and we start to question what's going to happen how am i going to manage this etc we feed that energy therefore perpetuating it manifesting it over and over and over again right I don't even watch the news. I, I mean, I know what's going on. I upload to TikTok, things like that. You know, there are things on my Facebook feed, my Instagram feed. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll look at the news, but I don't, like it's not something, I like, I'll glance at headlines, but I don't read articles and stuff because I, I'm very careful about what I allow into my subconscious. That's part of living consciously. When other people are telling me like they're not uh, their problems or they're not feeling well or whatever. I have a neighbor that goes on and on and on and on and on about how she's not feeling well and out of the hospital. So when when I hear that, I have to be very mindful uh, and I have to hear differently. I have to train my mind differently to hear positive things. So I can think positively about her and her situation and how she's feeling. Um, Being intentional every day, what you accept as true for yourself as you listen to other people, uh, the things you pay attention to, right? Do you want that to be true for you? Because you don't have to accept everything, every piece of information that you come across. Now, when it comes to creating our own reality, again, we are creating it. Um, as within, so without. Right. Um, and uh, again, a lot of people have a difficult time understanding that because there's so much going on. It's like, how can we possibly create this? Right. But we've been doing it our entire life. So things are unfolding all of the time simultaneously. Right. If. You come across manifesting or you're trying to change your life and changing the story about yourself. There's still old remnants of old beliefs, old thought patterns that are unfolding at the same time as the new story you may be telling yourself. There's a lot going on. If you don't live consciously, if you don't know what you want, know how you want to experience life the type of person that you want to be and um, you know, the goals that you want to achieve. If you just allow life to happen to you, you're not living consciously because again, you're just allowing life to happen to you. And that life is made up of all your beliefs, all your assumptions, your emotions and reactions to life. Right. All the things that you've seen and experienced, and they're perpetuating. So. I work with people and teach them. I actually have a course coming out uh, next month on on some of the techniques you can do some of the um, the things that you can change to live consciously and to create the life that you want to live and the experiences that you want to have because we can absolutely change anything it's we we've been manifesting our entire life um as the creators of our reality essentially right because we're emanations of god we're made in the image of god who is the the creator of all that is so anybody dealing with addiction Dealing with mental health issues, any type of struggle, right? Insecurities, anything can absolutely change those circumstances. It takes some work, but it's all part of the journey, really. Everybody's on their own individual journey, but they can change it. Absolutely. And, um, and then break the cycle and then. As you break the cycle, you begin to awaken.
0: So what's the altruistic plane where people say that they can uh, gain spiritual experiences? Is that, you know, a part of manifestation or is that when you walk in the path of service or is that, um, is that um, manifested just through positive thoughts or are yeah, there actions?
1: It's a combination of things. Really, it really starts with self, right? Who do you, who do I, who do I, who do I want to be? What do I want to experience? Right. You have to get very, you have to get clear on on what you want, who you want to be, what you want to experience, what you want your life to look like. Now, um, so that the, the acts of service, this is an interesting one because, I mean, at one point I grew up thinking like in the in the church, I grew up thinking, right, we have to do things for others and that's how we're going to, right, like go to heaven, right? That's what I grew up believing. So service to self can re or service to others can really just be about imagining better things for others. So if somebody comes to you and you know, they say they just lost their job or if they're not feeling well, you go, you can have, and then you don't even have to have a conversation with them about it. You can go into your imagination and just, and you know, it takes a couple of seconds. Just imagine you know, that the next time you see them, they have a new job or they're healthy. Or we have internal conversations all the time, right? We're always talking to ourselves. um just imagine them telling you they they you know they got a new job or they're feeling better or whatever. It doesn't necessarily mean going out and uh you know giving money to people on the street. You can absolutely do that. I've done that many times, giving people the money on the streets or um, food and clothing to shelters, things like that. That's all great. Um there's I mean that's wonderful service. Um those materialistic things that we do. But you can just as easily go in, go within and imagine um I used to have this uh I used to have this affirmation. Um everyone I encounter is happy, healthy, successful, kind and courteous right and um, think about it if you encounter people that are happy healthy successful they're kind they're courteous that i mean people who come across that way right tend to be happier tend to be experiencing um a better life than somebody who's angry all the time or upset right or who is living in poverty so service to others can be that right because how you imagine others to be is how they um show up in your life maybe not right away but eventually if you're persistent in that how you imagine others then that's how they then that's how they show up so um yeah so that's one way to do it there are many techniques out there that that somebody can use to um to to get them into the state of being into a higher state of consciousness of, um, of kind of embodying who they want to be and what they want to experience in life. So it's not like a one, two, three step and that's it. You know, here's what you do and it's easy because again, this is a journey, right? There are many people are awakened right now. There are many people that are continuing to awaken to realize that, the conditioning we've gone through in life, right? The limitations, the lack, etc. There's more to it than that, right? Um, but there are still many people who are still struggling. So, again, there are many techniques somebody can use, but it really starts with um, deciding that this is this is who I want to be. This is what do I, I want to experience in life. And knowing that it's absolutely possible.
0: Now, to enable that manifestation when you're coaching somebody, are there specific coping mechanisms and tools that you would suggest to specific types of people in specific situations? Uh, and how would you identify those?
1: It really depends. It really depends on the individual and the circumstances, right? Because um, some people are farther along in the journey than others. And, uh, you know, some people so for instance, the teachings of the law of attraction, which I don't teach, but the idea of affirmations that's one tool that people could use and I started with that when um, I decided I was done with anxiety and depression so I would affirm a lot that um, you know I'm I can't even remember some of the affirmations but I began affirming that um, I was I was more no longer dealt with anxiety no longer depressed. Um, I was uh, financially stable, things like that. Right.
0: So they, they have uh, those tools online and I think printed literature also like daily affirmations.
1: Yeah. You can look up daily affirmations, but, and some people's re- who are really just kind of um, starting out on this process. Right. Once they realize that they're able to manifest you can start out with affirmations and stuff Gen- general affirmations they can find them online. It's best to get really specific but some it, I mean for some folks it some people it, it, it's a process it takes them a while to get really specific they have to start out uh, in general at first general affirmations right um, of just kind of how they want to feel right well, I'm happy and I'm healthy. Uh, I'm happy and I'm healthy. Um, just something to get them started. Uh, I, people I work with, um, I encourage people to script. And that's different from, I, if, I look at it differently than journaling. Back when I was struggling, I would journal. But I would journal about my day and I would write down what I was experiencing in that time. Just like our words have power, what we're writing has power, too, because we are getting into a state of consciousness when we're writing. Um, So I had to change that. And uh, I teach people about scripting. So instead of writing about what you're currently going through, what do you want to experience? What do you want your life to look like? So, for instance, when I script, I script from a future point of view. I'm so happy and grateful um, that I'm now, you know, sitting on a beach in Italy. Right. What a wonderful day this was. Or I'm so happy that, you know, I have a million dollars in the bank. I can afford anything that I I want. All of my bills are paid on time from the future version of me and i also talk i also teach people about revision now revision i first heard that concept from neville goddard when i found his teachings but revision is uh revising a situation so you can actually go back and revise your past so if you think if an individual thinks back on a past memory and it wasn't pleasant, you can immediately revise that memory in the moment. Well, how would you change that memory so that it was more pleasant, right? If it had been different, if the memory had been different, uh, how would it have have changed the trajectory of your life? So, and then even on a day-to-day basis, when it comes to living consciously, if you go through your day and you experience something that wasn't unfavorable, it's an old belief playing out, right? An old something, an old manifestation. Say something happened a week ago. You encountered somebody. They weren't nice to you and you had like you reacted in, uh you know, maybe a negative way or whatever, or you didn't like the encounter. So then you may experience something you know, oh like a week later, that is similar to what you experience because it's just a manifestation, right? It's replaying out. So I teach people that if they experience something like that in their day-to-day, revise it before you go to bed at night or in that moment, revise it, right? So say you had an argument with somebody during the day. Replay that in your mind and imagine the argument going differently, right? More favorably. So it can be a combination of techniques, but it's really about shifting into a new mindset, into a new story that you're telling about yourself and being persistent in that story. And truly living consciously, being mindful of 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 your day. Right. Of your thoughts and learning to observe your thoughts and shift things, uh, in a, in a moment, if it's at all possible. And if, at, if not in that moment to shift your mindset, kind of replay your day at the end of the, at the end of the day and, um, and think about, well, what if, if today had, if I were living my ideal life, how would today have gone? what would my life what would my day have looked like today so again there are different techniques and stuff it kind of depends on where somebody's at um in their life and what they're already aware of etc and then what people are focusing on so what do you focus what do you like when you're trying to manifest something what are you focused on people sometimes think Oh, you know, I am manifesting like my dream job. But in the back of their mind, they're really focusing. They're really being doubtful. Well, you know, what if this or what if that, what if this doesn't happen, et cetera. So then what I do is I point out that subtle difference and where they think their focus is what um versus where their focus really is like on an energetic level. And then shifting them back into uh, focusing on the desire on that manifestation, and recognizing those subtleties so they can be aware of it.
0: So, what are some conduits for spiritual um, liquidity? You know, like spiritual. They might call it mana. You know, in in the realm. I think they that translates to like the bread of God or um, the concept of being able to express your spirituality properly or, um, you know, have it clean. Uh, I guess what I'm asking is there like spiritual blocks out there that can occur artificially or naturally?
1: Yes. I would say, yeah, because we because, again, we grow up being conditioned, right, to be, to think certain ways, believe certain ways. Right. Um We have there are so many restrictions placed on us um, by society. Right. We're told that. So and systems that are in place, the government, the pharmaceutical industry, the education system. There's a lot of stuff going on that keeps uh, keeps humanity in a box. Right. Once that veil lifts. Right. People call it the matrix. Once that veil lifts, you begin to see there's so much more out there. But again, it's a process. So every individual here is having their, is on their own journey, having their own experiences. When you, nobody comes across teachings by accident, individuals by accident, pieces of knowledge by accident. There are no coincidences in this light. So what I often say is, an individual, right, on their path, they come, so, so your listeners, for instance. So some of your, some of what I'm sharing today may resonate with some of your listeners. It may, and some it may not. Even those listeners that it doesn't resonate with, it's okay because it's a seed. It's all part of the journey. So it is a seed that's planted because all knowledge is really already within us, within our DNA and on a spiritual awakening, we come across information at certain points on the journey and it awakens within us. Right. And we're led down, uh, we're led down a path, right. Uh, we're always, we're always on a, we're always on one path or another. Um, so, it may be a s the bits of knowledge may be uh, a seed for later on um in life on the journey. So for instance, back before uh when so when I came across the law of attraction and I heard about energy and the law of vibration and frequency and all of that, right? Quantum physics, I was like yeah whatever it doesn't resonate with me. maybe there's something to it, but I don't really get it now I get it now and this is what it's been three and a half years later when it really started resonating and now i and so now I have spiritual gifts coming up right I'm like psychic ability psychic abilities no not like really developed but like knowing coming through right I'm Audience, I'm able to channel communicate with my guide so there are things coming online now now I understand energy because I'm really sensitive and that ties into when I dealt with anxiety and depression I was like oh that makes sense why I couldn't be around a lot of people because it was just it was too much for me to handle I didn't know how to transmute that energy I didn't know how to alchemize it so all things come back around, basically. Um, so, if, 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 so those listening right now to your podcast, this episode, are um, on a point in their journey where the information will either resonate or it will be a seed that. Um, will resonate you know sometime in the future it's all and that's all part of the journey right you can't just so if somebody wants to be if somebody wants to kind of speed up embarking on the awakening path um being more being more spiritual from um a more mystical aspect, I would say, rather than just what they've been told by the the church. You can set an intention that I want to, you can question, I want to know, I want to understand more about who I am and how to live my life in a way that's, that's beneficial or in a life where I'm, I'm maybe you want to help others and maybe you want to teach. What or fulfill your purpose, you can set an intention anybody can set an intention to do that, and that's powerful setting intentions, and then um you'll come across information that'll lead you to knowledge um at different points on the journey.
0: That's very interesting. How you want go about? Sense setting an intention you just set an intention to pursue knowledge in this field or
1: contact yeah yeah, you can set an intention and say you know what i am i realize like think yourself or say it out loud i know there's more out there than what i've been told i want to i want to awaken And I want to understand what's out there. I want to understand what my life can be like. You can absolutely set that intention. We are so we before we incarnate, we know what, we know the experiences that we want to have. And again, that probably be a whole other episode, but before our, our soul, before we incarnate, we, um, We create soul contracts with people to have certain experiences, right? We have karmic relationships. um, And then we decide, okay, I want to experience this because it's all part of the journey. It's all part of awakening, right? We're here to experience life and to ultimately awaken to the true nature of who we are, to our soul. Um, but again, sometimes it takes lifetimes. I mean, I've been here a long, long time. Um, but you can, but we have a choice while we're here too, right? We have free will to choose to, okay. I, you know, I want to, I want to awaken in this lifetime. I want to experience my purpose in this lifetime. So set an intention.
0: So isn't an intention just call for action or an intention is just to practice spiritual awakening and
1: affirmations? Uh, or? Well, you don't really practice spiritual awakening. Okay. When you awaken, you awaken. Gotcha. You can practice things that, that can help you on your journey, right? For instance... um limiting uh for instance small things not watch like not watching the news paying attention to things that you consume not like in your well in your body too if you wanted to but the like drama negativity right being conscious of the things that you're allowing into your mind um it's sort of like a purification system a fast if you will um, you can, somebody can start with that and just kind of purifying their mind, basically not allowing in so much jock. and you can sit, you can meditate, right? Or daydream. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I'll just sit in the chair and I'll just kind of, uh, I'll just daydream. It wasn't always easy for me to clear my mind. Now I can do it easily. I can literally blank just abyss and then and that's how i channel sometimes um because then the thoughts from my higher self and stuff will come through but you can set an intention to you know what i'm going to really I'm i want to embark on this path of knowing myself knowing what's out there beyond what we're told by the media the government the church etc and then spend time with yourself um read things that nourish your soul and your mind if you want uh you can read spiritual books if you want but it's just as easy to to uh to sit and and script right get on a notebook and what do i want my life to look like um like
0: cognitive paradigm shift to where yeah yeah you
1: Ask go from questions. negative
0: to positivity manifestation, exactly
1: affirmations yeah. Exactly. And then ask questions, ask yourself, Who am I? Who am I? Is there more to this life? And you'll get the answer, especially if you're like, especially if you're quiet enough, right? Like if you have time to where you can just spend time in silence, whether you meditate or not spend time in silence um in dreams, the answer will come through um if you get into a practice of being open to it, right? Rather than just always um into drama and chaos and always thinking you have to go 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 go. Uh, I used to be like that, work 12, 14, 16 hours a day just non-stop And um now I'm now I'm really in the flow because I know myself so well. And I still get things done, but I allow, and that's how I'm able to hear my higher self um my guides um how I'm able to I remember my dreams a lot. I work on the astral plane a lot um, so and I always write down my dreams because messages will come through in dreams sometimes. So, again, it's not just one thing, right? You can – many different things somebody can do. Um So one of my favorite
0: books growing up as I was exploring my spirituality was the 10,001 Dreams Interpreted. I forget who wrote that book. um Are you familiar with that book?
1: No, I'm not. Oh. But that's interesting.
0: Yes. So my friend gave me that book. When I was going through puberty, (laughs) (laughs) and I was frustrated, and I liked girls, but I didn't know why I liked girls, and everything I did was wrong, and my anxiety went through the roof when I was around them, and my buddy was like, man, just study your dreams and smoke weed, man. I was like, okay, (laughs) I'll try that. That only worked for so long. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Do you uh do you remember your dreams? Do you dream a lot now? If so, do you remember them? Uh, so
0: I had a long period because I joined the Marine Corps when I was 19. And I just dream of drilling over and over and over again. <laughs> and I'd wake up like on a bus. And I you know I'd be going somewhere with a bunch of other Marines, and you know I'd be screaming. Everybody would be screaming in their sleep. It's just uh. It was a weird time. It was, like, 2004, so they they were given, like, some kind of special edict on training us for the Marine Corps, and uh, I don't know, they were, uh, they weren't nice people, but I'm sure the Vietnam Marines would be like, you guys had it easy, you guys are pussies. And yeah. <laughs> so it's, you know, the other generations always want to one-up the other ones. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's so. why I, that's why I went to the Air Force. I was, like, th- Give me the give me the easier one. <laughs> um, well, I wasn't
0: smart enough to go no RFRS, <laughs> I heard y'all got orange socks and get your beds made. But
1: no, we had to make our own beds. Maybe I mean maybe that was later. I got out in ninety eight. Um, oh, I'm I'm going to suggest that when you when you dream, if you remember your dreams, have a dream journal. And write down your dreams anytime you can remember them. even bits and pieces. Whatever you can remember, write them down because you'll I've been doing it for four years. You'll start to notice messages or like patterns in your dreams and messages will come through and you may not understand them right away. Sometimes you might. Sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of a dream and I'll know what it meant. Sometimes I wake up in the dream knowing I'm dreaming. Uh, sometimes the, the symbolism will come through like the next morning. Uh, sometimes it's a week later. Sometimes when I go back and look at my journal to create my blog post, then the symbolism will come through. So I encourage everybody to write down your dreams. It can be really helpful on the spiritual uh, in life in general, but on the sp- for the spiritual path because there are many, many dimensions and essentially everything is is happening simultaneously right now uh eckhart tolle talks about that in uh the power of now right oh, yeah. um
0: you are the universe expressing yourself if
1: exactly, only for a moment exactly so we're doing we're when we sleep we're actually um we're actually awake somewhere like on in the astral plane in another dimension or whatever um so it, it may help like on your spiritual path if you write your dreams down because you can go back over time and look and see how things have progressed and um and make you may have remnants of like memories of like past lives come up in your dreams You may be dealing with something in your life and you may get an answer in a dream if you ask a question of yourself in meditation or if you're just daydreaming or something comes up during the day and you you're like wow how do i deal with this you may get an answer right you it may come through like an inner voice you may get it in a dream so
0: for me the practice of like service When I'm sitting down with people who are struggling Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and I take the time and I dedicate that time to the universe for trying to, uh, you know, help peace and Mm -hmm. reason. Uh, My gift from the universe is usually the answer to whatever tribulation I'm going through. Mm -hmm. And it happens as long as I'm walking that altruistic plane and my heart is filled with love. And my mind is filled with peace and I'm doing it without expecting that to happen. You know, even saying it is almost blasphemous that yeah. I expect the answer to come to me through service. Um, and I probably going to suffer the wrath for that, <laughs> you know, karmic cosmic situation, because in silence, uh, what, what is it? Um Information, going, information yeah. is, uh, is golden or knowledge is golden, but, uh, silence is priceless.
1: Yeah. You know, getting into that, kind of getting into that heart space that is really that place of like peace and allowing is so powerful because that raises our, our energetic vibration. Our free. I used to hate saying that. Raises our vibration. But now I get it. Um, When you get into that state and, you know, if you get answers come to you that way, it's because you're so you're so open to just allowing. And that is really um, the I just did a video um, on that. The key to ascension is real is love. It's getting into that place, right into that heart space, uh, unconditional love of peace and allowing and there's so there's an there's always an energy exchange right when you're working with people you have an there's an energy and you probably know this but at least on some level an energy exchange between you so whether you real whether you it may be evident or not when you're getting into that that place of peace and stuff um you're essentially raising Um, the vibration, um, of the, of the other person to a certain, to a certain extent, right? Because there's an exchange there. That's very powerful.
0: So in the men's world of spirituality, and I hate to, you know, say that there's different categories, (laughs) but, uh, we're consistently advised by our mentors, um, who also take part in spiritual practice and might have ascended to the point to where they have knowledge that we wish to, you know, ascertain, we wish to utilize, to have whatever frequency it is that they are functioning on. And I'm talking about uh, one specific mentor of mine, uh, you know, had a violent past. Uh, he hurt somebody really bad who told the cops on him. You know, he was the head of the motorcycle club and this and that, and, um, you know, he got out and he chose to try to walk the spiritual plane, and it's always important before you help somebody else for you to be spiritually fit, because walking the altruistic plane, the cosmic universe, and dealing with these energies is similar to war, so... Do not attempt to help somebody with energies that could potentially harm you. Yeah, uh, It's brave to do so, but if you're not spiritually fit, you will take on something dark that uh, you can't get off yet. Yeah,
1: that's very, that, yeah, that's very, very true. Yeah.
0: So I'm when very- you do do it, you have to come from a place where you're very trained and disciplined to be spiritually fit, mentally at peace. And you don't take on any of that energy and carry it home with you to your loved ones or anybody else because you can do damage and how to realize that. And some people talk about crystals and this and that. And the other thing, other people pray, other people meditate for the best, to the best of their ability. And, uh, if you don't, it can manifest, into something super dark.
1: Yeah, if some yeah, I would agree. If somebody really hasn't dealt with kind of, um, like their own darkness, right, and 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 dealt with that and learned to, um, alchemize energy, right, because you can be, um like you can be in a room with somebody i'm like with my my dad's like that i can't be in the same room with him because his because his energy it's so low and dense that um it's difficult to be in the same room with him so i just learned to cut cords recently but uh, i can't even it's hard to even have a conversation with him if i had not years ago before i had dealt with like my own stuff and I mean, I, I I've encountered dark entities and stuff, you know, throughout my life. Um, I don't anymore. Um, but uh, I if I had not dealt with all of that, um, I the situation like being in the same room with my dad would be really different. And I definitely wouldn't be able to work with anybody else. I had to get to a place of like you say, you really like, call it you have to be spiritually fit. Otherwise it's like the blind leading the blind and you really can do more harm than good to not only yourself but the other person. So you you're right there. You're right on the right on the money with that one.
0: Yeah, I mean it gets it gets a little freaky sometimes when you're able to see some of the things manifest. I've always been a big fan of Carl Young, um, ever since oh, I was yeah. Yeah. Well, I was younger, and his. I did a paper on him in college. It was scientific explanation of miracles, the connectivity of all things, the synchronistic energy in the universe, wow. like the vibratory patterns, and just kind of explaining. Carl Jung and all of these different things. And then eventually I found Alcoholics Anonymous and I found out he was like, <laughs> kind of like the ghostwriter for the big book. I was like, yeah. what get the hell out of here. There's no way. And there's so much more information in that book than you could find on his literature of synchronicities. And I was yeah. able to apply a lot of that to myself. And that's a great starting point for anybody looking into getting into spirituality is mm-hmm. to read some some young literature and, and uh, published work
1: yeah I would agree yeah have you ever heard of Neville Goddard
0: so I have but uh, I think it was a long time ago when I was going to school and I was researching all of these influencers in the psychiatric realms and, and cosmic realms okay. but, uh,
1: well, if you're ever interested he's got um finding his lectures was really it kind of helped me understand the bible from a mystical point of view and um i found his lectures right around my awakening if you ever do um or any of your readers or have heard of him or interested um I have uh, on my YouTube channel, I read his lectures. I have another podcast where I read his lectures and they're up on my blog. I'm working on the 1967 lecture. So he gave lectures from 1948 all the way through 1972. But um, it, it, he talks uh, a lot about um the fact that consciousness is the only reality right so what what we're conscious of being is what we experience right and uh he talks about revision how our assumptions right manifest they assumptions harden into facts so um he's got a lot of information that's really helpful uh when it comes to manifesting so if you're ever interested they're up on my blog so you can sign in and just if you're at, if you ever want to you can access this lecture so you can go out and search from but i have them all in one place too if you're ever interested and if you want to just since we're talking uh next month i'm actually doing a course on living consciously i'm going to have some tools available like worksheets and stuff um and some other stuff a workbook and things like that so if you think it would be helpful for you or even for some of the people that you work with um to have some like tangible worksheets and stuff like on manifesting and uh scripting and things like that then uh, i'll have that stuff available
0: that's awesome do you have a link tree or a link tree yeah
1: yeah so uh on my instagram, which is just tier dot com yeah I have a uh, link tree up there I don't have anything public I don't have anything published yet about the uh about the the workshop that I have coming up because it's the first one uh that I'm doing um before I start doing live events. But as soon as I have everything finalized, it'll be up. So if you follow me on Instagram, um, you, I mean, I'll, there'll be an Instagram story and a post and stuff like that. And there'll also be a link there. Um, but if you're interested in the lectures, I do have – you can go to my link tree and go over to my blog um, if you're interested in reading on any of his lectures. Okay, awesome.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check him out. I'm always interested in acquiring new tools and maybe I'll see you at the class. I'm not too sure if I'm gonna have time because I know everybody's been super busy. Building. Oh, no,
1: that's okay. I just thought I would mention it. Um, okay. Yeah. I'll
0: and, some uh, I've seen quite a d- few different tools. Have you used any kind of mystical capabilities? Like do you identify any kind of religion or practice?
1: No, I don't. I am who I am, <laughs> so I don't. too. I mean, I have. I've been drawn to crystals lately, but I don't use them in, uh, like a typical way.
0: What do the crystals do? Right?
1: You know what? They're supposed. To, they're supposed to be, um, because they're part of the. There it's. There's a long story with crystals. I don't know enough about them to really utilize them. I've just been drawn to them. So I've started purchasing crystals and I don't really work with them yet, but because I felt this kind of intuition to start purchasing them, um, my, I'm assuming that at some point, um, I'll, uh, my guides or I'll be like, I'll figure out how to, to work with them. So Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know enough about it to give you an answer that would be helpful. Um, I do, so I do, uh, like work with like the Kundalini energy that's active in me now. It comes through really strongly, like in my left palm, like you can actually feel it. Um, and I react to sound and stuff. So there are different things coming, there are different things coming online, like spiritual abilities, I don't identify with any, um, like certain, like religion or anything like that, I used to say that I was a Christian, but it's really now, for me, it's all one big learning process, and, you know, the knowing of who I am, and my soul, and, you know, and things like that, And I just allow things to Unfold and I go with my intuition when my gut tells me um, something. I go with that. If something new comes in, like the dragons have come in, I apparently have a dragon spirit guide now because I used to be uh, a dragon, like in one of my lifetimes. So it comes in in different in different things. So I work with different things at different times depending on um, what I feel called to do but like I'm not into like magic or uh, like anything like that. And I'm actually so I don't rule out any one thing. If I feel if something comes up um like from my intuition, which is in the solar plexus to like, Hey, take a look at this. You know, you need to look into this or whatever. I look into if something doesn't resonate in the moment I set it aside and you know, and that's it. If it something does resonate, then I look more into it and, and gotcha. just kind of see what comes of it.
0: But, yeah, I know a lot of people, it's pretty attractive to practice in the arts of manipulating the cosmosphere, different energies and crystals and Reiki. Have you ever done Reiki?
1: Um, I have not given somebody Reiki. Um, I think that might be in my future only because so I see a Reiki practitioner now, which is, it's been phenomenal. I've seen a couple in the past, but the one I have now, it's been phenomenal. That's where I found out that my, the energy that comes up in my, my left palm reacts to like the sound bowls and stuff like it actually elevated and kind of re it was reacting to the sound so the energy thing is interesting but when i first walked in as this is the second practitioner that asked me this question when i walked in she was like do you do reiki i was like no she was like your energy is just that of some i thought you did reiki so i don't do it now but i it may be something that is part of my future. I don't know. I just know I am able I don't manip- like I don't manipulate energy like you know like focusing on a glass and trying to raise the glass or whatever. I just have the energy kind of courses through my body and I can feel it. Um that's about it for now.
0: I okay. got. Yeah. Well, I mean that's always a good place to start. I don't know all too much about it. And then I went to a concert with a couple of hippie chicks who did Reiki and they worked at like a spiritual store. And like they did it to me while I was listening to music. And we're all sober, right? Like we don't yeah. take any anything mind altering drugs because uh, I was dumb before I started experimenting in that world. So I had no business, <laughs> uh, impairing my judgment that was already warped as it was. Yeah. So I don't need anything to make my life weirder than it already is, man. But I'm I, the
1: same way. I'm like, I had somebody try to talk me into doing mushrooms and I had, they gave me these little squares, a bunch of them. And I took like a little tiny corner piece off and, I was like let me try it and, and it gave me a headache right and I was like man I can achieve anything I want to achieve in meditation right I can it's some weird like I've experienced some weird stuff in my dreams so yeah I don't need to take any um, like plant medicine or uh, weed or mushrooms or anything like that because like you, like you my life like it's already weird enough <laughs>
0: yeah it's a strange journey man i you know i've read a lot of stuff by hunter b thompson and i was just like wow i can identify with this dude sober i like i wouldn't be able to hang with him messed up yeah there's uh but i his work is revered Uh, the influence that he was able to have on mainstream conservative old guard back in the 70s i mean i looked up to that uh that Journalist for a long time, and now he's just trendy because everybody they're like, oh, Hunter B. Thompson. Well, yeah, okay, good luck. Yeah, and Johnny Depp and this and that. And okay, you guys say so, but his his life was a strange journey, man. And uh he said, if you're if you're gonna be crazy, you better get paid for it. Otherwise, you're gonna get locked up. <laughs> right? I, I yeah, think that yeah. was his saying. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. So, uh, you know, I wound up doing things that I didn't necessarily like, but at least I might fit in or appear to fit in occasionally. So I have to work like a pretty deep program every single day to appear normal and, um, you know, not stick out like a sore thumb repeatedly and to stay focused and to stay conscious and to be thoughtful and to Build meaningful relationships to the best of my ability and maintain proper communication without attempting to manipulate the situation and or uh, be manipulated. Gotcha. Because it seems like most conversations are either one way or the other. Yeah. But it's like mycelium, man. Like the connectivity of everything. Do your best to to function as one with everybody around you everything around you and uh just experience now and, and be grateful for it because there's a lot of people who didn't make it to right now
1: yeah yeah there's a lot of people stuck in this density that aren't going i mean earth is earth has already moved into 5 5D five into Fifth, uh, fifth dimension because earth is a consciousness right so there are going to be some people that um aren't going to be able to that uh, won't ascend in this lifetime because of you know the energy is they're still feeling such dense energy but everybody's on their own path right experiencing things and it's just how it goes it's just a journey
0: that's it. And if you know, we could shine some light in other people's darkness and that's uh that's good practice for everybody to do to the best of our ability.
1: Yeah. You can't have you can't have light without darkness and vice versa.
0: So what do you do to recharge um you know, your spiritual energy if like your energy's low? Like do you go to the woods, do you uh um, Participate in any kind of meditation. Like, what do you do for fun as a spiritual
1: coach? Uh, I don't do a lot of stuff for fun right now. Um, I probably should. I'm starting to realize that um, I need to have more fun, laugh more, and things like that. Uh, I don't like the cold. I'm in Colorado, so. Uh, I tend to stay indoors a lot when it's cold outside, but wow. I feel called more and more to, you know, do more things that like that bring me joy. So I'm still figuring that out. But to recharge, because I have to, I have to recharge a lot. There's a lot of a lot of uh, activity coming off of the sun, a lot of energy coming into the planet from the sun, from, our know, galactic family, things like that. So, I, I feel drained uh, quite often. I rest a lot. Um, I, you know, I have my to do list, I have my planner, but if during the day, you know, I feel uh, I'm like, you know what, just rest or meditate, that's what I do. I rest uh, or I meditate. And that's basically all I do. Every once in a while, I'll break out my sound bowls, um, but most of the time, I just rest. And I'm and I meditate and like I said, I have crystals, but I don't use them to recharge because I don't really know how to work with them yet. So rest is a big thing for me Um, during retrograde, the last retrograde. I'm not big into astrology, but during the last retrograde we had was a month or two ago. I pretty much slept most of the week. I was so I was so drained. Um, But. I mean, I just know it's part of the process, and, you know, our bodies are changing with the energies uh, just as well as our mind is, so I just kind of let, it, I just kind of go with it. I just, I flow with it the best that I can.
0: Yeah, maybe I should pay attention to, like, planetary um, rotations and whatnot, because I've, there's been some months I'm super drained and some months that I'm not. But
1: it could be planetary i didn't realize it before um because i really kind of didn't believe in that but now i'm starting to see patterns in like like when there's a new moon or a retrograde or whatever and my energy shift during the last retrograde i was like i felt i was irritable a couple of days i was like what is going on like i'm never irritable and um it was just really weird and then i'm starting to realize now that like with new moons like around portals like the 11 11 portal i didn't sleep the whole night i was um i was um like working with so much like energy because what sometimes I, I will see things like i will see other people it's like i'm working with other people's energy right we're all connected and you know as light workers and teachers were essentially helping to heal like the planet and humanity and and kind of transmuting right darkness and light and working with light and stuff so pay attention to the portals too right the two two portal um eleven eleven uh things like that if you notice thing on like YouTube or Instagram or Facebook whatever people are mention in the like the, the spiritual community. Um, that are talking about portals, um, maybe, maybe pay attention to that or the new moon cycles, uh, you know, full moons and see if you start noticing patterns, like when you feel really tired, uh, or, you know, if something comes up, that's like out of the ordinary for you, like energy wise, um, it could, I mean, it could be, uh, planetary because everything's connected.
0: Yeah, you know, sometimes I I remember attempting to study that a little bit when I was younger, and maybe I'll get back into it a little bit. I need something more positive in my life. I've been working a lot, and there were resources that I used to dip into that would fill my soul and my happiness and light in my life. And more than recent, I've just been slacking you know, so I'm trying to find resources other people use coping mechanisms, tools that make them happy, and I'm trying to find these people who are happy and say, "What are you doing to make yourself happy <laughs> yeah. or, you know if it's uh the fact that they're gay and they got Botox, then that's one thing you know. Right? <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to follow those shoes, but, you know, the options are on the table. Yeah. But if they're just going to the woods and meditating or if they're fishing or, you know, I don't judge hunting or going to the club or whatever it is. I know one guy and he would be happier than a pig and shit finding, like, these edible chicken-of-the-sea mushrooms on a branch, like, 30 feet high. And he'd go (laughs) mushroom picking, like... During that time of year and come back with bags and bags of mushrooms. And that's, that was his thing, man. And to me, that's kind of like, uh, a pagan, almost viewed as pagan religion nowadays. (laughs) Like, why are you going out there scraping mushrooms off trees and, you know, hunting for your own food and living off the land? That's sick. That's,
1: but. um... You're right where you need to be. So, um. That's true. And I'm grateful
0: that I have you on the show. I'm grateful to be able to communicate with you and get thank some you. knowledge from you. And, you know. <laughs> is there anything else you wanted to talk about?
1: No, I think that's it. We covered a lot. It's the longest interview I've done so far. That's we covered amazing. a lot. Um, and you yeah. have one
0: podcast, right?
1: I have three. What? Yeah. Three? at the mindset manifesting podcast so i primarily talk about you know mindset stuff manifesting touch on awakening awareness right the spiritual stuff i have another podcast that's just the journey of awakening um i haven't i need to have some recording to do for that that's where i share all of my mystical experiences dreams visions things like that and then i have the novel the uh, the Journey of Awakening podcast, the Neville Goddard Lectures, that podcast I just record, uh, and share Neville's lectures. Yeah. And I had to do three because not everybody is into the really kind of mystical stuff and the dreams and, and that stuff. So I, I didn't want to include that, which is the mindset manifesting stuff. And not everybody's into Neville. So that's why I have three different podcasts.
0: Okay, well, I'll listen to the novel and I'll go through some of the inventory that you have. while I'm beating the broken path
1: um, well you have I mean you know how to reach out to me, absolutely. so you can feel free to reach out to me if you have any ever have any questions or or you know well, if I can help in any way right absolutely. on your journey
0: I'll have you um well if you'd be Yeah, so Courteous will have you on another six months and see where you're at.
1: Okay, or we'll see where you're at, too. Yeah,
0: that would be, you know. Maybe I'll start uh, scribing a little bit more and scripting.
1: Yep, live consciously, Mm -hmm. set intentions, create your life the way you want to experience it.
0: All right, Lena, thank you very much. It's great having you on, and uh, we'll be in touch.